Welcome to the Dome Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Matt DeBritz. It's been a little bit because there really hasn't been a ton of news. The only news that's out there is that Jimmy and Buddy Beheim will not return to Syracuse. They signed with an agent, Rock Nation, and they will shoot their shot, so to speak. Now, listening to Buddy and some other podcasts and newswires, he talked about how hard he worked and how he was ranked in the 300s coming into Syracuse. And now he finished his career as the leading scorer in the ACC. So in listening to him and watching and reading about him, I think he just feels that he has accomplished all he can accomplish at Syracuse. And there's no reason to stay another year to try to break records as a five-year player. He doesn't think it's fair on some of the uh, records. So he's going to shoot a shot. Now, will he make the pros? It's all about fit and opportunity. And I say that because if you look at just the Syracuse players in the last few years, some of the guys maybe you wouldn't think made it made it, and others didn't. Just taking Tyus Battle and O'Shea Percet as an example. I thought they both would make it. Tyus Battle was definitely the better college player, but Brissett found a fit in the Pacers. He had a relationship with the coach. He filled the role, and he's used his skills to stay on the Pacers. And he's been having good games lately. He had 20-plus points the other night. So that's one example. Another example is Elijah Hughes. Now, was he better than Tyus Battle in college? Debatable, but he's in the pros. He's on Portland. Tyus Battle didn't even get drafted. He signed a free agent deal with the Timberwolves, which traditionally is not a good organization. And they're better this year with Anthony Edwards, but it's harder to get better in a bad organization. And I think if you look through a lot of players, not just Syracuse players, that's the case. Why is it that Miami can develop guys like Duncan Robinson, who was a Division Three player at one point, and other organizations can't? Or why can the Spurs have Danny Green flourish and then when he's on other teams, he's just okay. It's about coaching. It's about opportunity. It's about where you land. If Buddy lands in a organization that's good, his chances are better at making it. If he lands on a bad organization like the Kings or maybe the Orlando Magic, it's going to be harder for him to make it. Jimmy, on the other hand, I think if he's going to play pro, it's going to be anywhere but the United States. It's probably going to be in South America or Europe, and that's just fine. If you get paid to play basketball... That's awesome. And I think he had his best game ever against Duke in that last game, you know, trying to will Syracuse through. And that maybe opened some eyes because there's NBA players in that game against Duke. So you never know. As I said, it's about opportunity. Now, as far as the team goes, the transfer portal's been quiet. And to me, that's no news is good news. I haven't heard anything about Benny Williams. Cole Swatter hasn't decided he's going to leave finish his college career and maybe shoot his shot. I think if he comes back, that would help Syracuse a lot. And as I talked about in the last podcast, keep your existing customers. So this is the starting five I'm looking at for next season. Simon Torrance at the one, Joseph Gerard at the two, Cole Swatter at the three, Benny Williams at the four, and Jesse Edwards at the five. I think if Syracuse can return that team, it can do some damage next year. And why do I think that? Because look at the NCAA tournament this year. I know sometimes when your team's not in it, you don't want to watch, but I watch anyway because I'm a basketball junkie. And a lot of the teams that are doing well or making runs are teams that were bad last year, but better this year. And you can just look right in the ACC, Miami. They had made the tournament in years, and they made it. Now they're in the Sweet 16. They beat Auburn. They busted my bracket. But 
if you look on the roster, they have Charlie Moore and they have Cameron Mcgusty, who are six-year players. Another six-year player torched UConn, Teddy Allen from New Mexico State, had 37 points in the first round. So because of the transfer portal, because of the extra COVID year, guys are taking advantage, and some of these teams are taking advantage. So Syracuse fans, you can look at these programs that have not done well in the last few years, but all of a sudden got better and now making an impact, and you can look at the Syracuse roster right now and say, we have an experienced team, and that's a good thing. Torrance will be his fourth season. Played two years at Marquette, one year at Syracuse. Gerard, senior, four years. If Swider comes back, it'll be his fifth year. If Benny Williams comes back, it'll be his sophomore year. A little less experienced, but better than being a freshman. And Jesse Everett's a senior. So you'll have four or five guys that are upperclassmen and just one underclassman, plus the guys coming in, and they can just fill in holes, not necessarily need to make a huge impact at start. And I think that's a good thing. I think Syracuse needs an experienced team, and they can look at these other experienced teams and say, hey, these guys did it this year. They turned it around. Let's do it. So everyone's waiting to see if Swider will stay, waiting to see if Benny Williams will stay, and... I'm checking the notifications and wires all the time, but there's nothing really there. The only news that's really there for Syracuse is that Florida State's Quincy Ballard, who was once recruited by Syracuse, played high school basketball, Henniger High School in Syracuse for one season, has entered the transfer portal. Now, if I'm Syracuse, I don't go after him unless Frank Aslam decides to leave because you got Frank Aslam who played well, and that would just, I think, kill his confidence that you bring another center in. So... Stay away from that guy unless <laughs> unless Aslan leaves. That's my advice there. That's all I have for the Dome Dog podcast today. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, where most podcasts can be found. I also have a YouTube page, Dome Dog, Instagram, Twitter. I'm out there. And please join the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups. Slash Dome Dog Pod, that's D O M E D A W G P O D.